Hi there, this is your host Irish and I welcome you to another episode of Brightshare Podcast where we talk about everything and anything under the sun. If you're new to this channel and you enjoy our content, please hit the subscribe button and give this video a thumbs up. Also, follow us on our socials on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So, happy love month, guys! Do you see my heart? Is it a heart? Yes. There! Now, in the last episode, uh, we talked about the many forms of love according to ancient Greek. If you haven't watched that episode and you want to know more about what those forms of love are, as well as the love languages, watch this video. Now, one of the forms of love that we discussed in that episode is Eros. Eros is a form of love that is present when you are romantically in love with someone. And Dan and Derek described it as the most celebrated and most explored of all types. Hence, we will be talking about dating today. Hello! Now, since we're going to be talking about dating and relationships, which we all know is a very extensive topic, it's a very wide topic, I have asked Ray to be my co-host today. Yeah. Yes, Yay. welcome back, Ray. Now, for those who don't know who Ray is, we have already featured him in our special episode. Now, if you haven't watched that, go back to that and watch it, okay? Or just put it here, something, or the link, okay? Now, for my guests, I will be joined by two lovely ladies. Now, I will let them introduce themselves to you guys. So let's start with my beautiful, the beautiful lady on my left. Hi, guys. My name is Chen, and I'm Brighter's academic head. Um, about myself, I am a home buddy. So nowadays, I'm into Discovery Plus and a lot of Netflix binging. That's it. Discovery Plus, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there are a lot of shows. Like oh, what? Sorry. sorry. <laughs> Give us one um, You'll be surprised. There are a lot of shows even about dating and relationships. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> oh, okay, we'll watch that. Sorry. Yes. So, hello, everyone. My name is Mercy. I'm an English teacher. In my free time, I love watching vlogs, specifically travel vlogs. Oh. And I'm into extreme sports. When wow. I'm on vacations. Extreme. How Example. extreme? <laughs> <laughs> like riding ATV, canyoneering, oh. diving, those stuff. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's great. That's great to hear. All right. So for, like I said, we'll be talking about, about love generally. So my first question to both of you, what's dating for you? So let's start with a simple question. So who's, who wants to answer first? I think Mercy wants to answer. Okay, go Mercy. Go Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, to me, dating has a romantic connotation. When two people spending time with each other with the intention of settling down or getting married. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so it's like your first step to forever? Yes. All right. <laughs> getting to know each other as well. Mm, yeah. Chen? Well, for me, I think dating is different for different cultures because it can be, like what Mercy said, a step to a deeper relationship or a more committed relationship. But dating can also be a status. So you can be with someone and consider yourself as dating. So it, it's different for different cultures. Mm. So you, you talk about like different cultures and let's focus on Filipino culture. Mm -hmm. So I think um, 
because of the Americanization of the Philippines, there has been changes when it comes to the notions of dating, which is evident in your answers. We both have different answers. True. So what <laughs> what do you think? Uh, how sorry? How has the notions of dating changed over time in the Philippines? Okay. Effort. Okay, okay, yes. okay, I'll go first. <laughs> All right. For, um, I think that it has uh, to do with control because a long time ago, uh, females were mostly pursued by males. So it, it's the man who has... The man has more control in the relationship. So there wouldn't be a relationship if the man doesn't pursue. But nowadays, um, it can go both ways. So a woman can pursue a man or a man can pursue the woman. But of course... You know, there's still that um, that idea where people uh, that conservative idea. So people can be can find that a little bit too straightforward, a little bit too strong and aggressive if the woman makes the first move. So, yes, nowadays it's different in terms of control. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Do you agree oh. with that? <laughs> so it means yes. like it's okay if uh, the woman make the first move. Well, I think it's okay if the first move is a text message or it can be a, a, well, a call, maybe a text message. That's fine. It, because it's different um, in, in my sport per, uh, perspective. It should mm-hmm. be a, the man, right? Mm. To uh, persuading the woman. But mm-hmm. in your case, um, as you've mentioned earlier that you know, a, a message or what kind of message is that? Well, you can always hit someone up and tell someone, uh, introduce yourself to someone. That can be the first part of getting to know someone, right? The first part to dating, uh, the first step to dating is getting to know someone. So, um, yes, sending a text message, but nothing more than that. Because mm. it can seem like you're a bit too aggressive. But isn't it okay if mm. the woman is uh, too aggressive more than the man? Yeah, because I see that on, I've seen that on social media, like mm. women proposing to men mm. right they have like surprise proposals and something. It's, it's not usual because yeah. before we can always see the men do the efforts mm. but right now it's different yes <laughs> well, well i guess it depends on the people who's in the relationship yes because it could be that you know this uh, the guy hasn't made the move yet but they've already talked about it like several mm. times mm. and then they're just like waiting for the other party to make the move and they're very open about it so i think it's okay when the girl proposes to the guy so there's like uh, there's mutual understanding between yes. the yes. couple of yes. course mm. Mm. all right now let's talk about the let's talk about more about the getting to know stage mm-hmm. so of course we have to start dating mm-hmm. before we get to know someone <laughs> <laughs> so when do you think is the best time to start dating because i think nowadays it's becoming younger the age is becoming younger when i was mm-hmm. young <laughs> when i was in elementary i all i only thought about playing games True. but right now kids in elementary are talking about getting to know yeah, someone even crushes. like 12 years old you can already um uh, hear them. Oh, my crush is he, like this like that <laughs> But in our case, I think we have this. I'm the youngest, I believe, <laughs> <laughs> among the group. <laughs> but during during our time, like twelve years old, which is all we knew was uh, just to play, mm-hmm. just playing. But right, it's different. You can see already, like twelve years old, wearing makeup, lipstick. They know how to, you know, groom themselves. Mm. So it's quite different this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say there is such 
as perfect time to date, but it really depends on your priorities in life. Like we all have different priorities. Like if you first want to finish st your studies before exploring the dating dating world, dating world, yeah, yeah then you do you. Like, mm. but if you like, you're into more social interactions. I believe a lot of a lot of people start dating as early as high school. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. But in your case, Mauricio, I'm just curious. Do you think um, um, dating will be a hindrance in our studies in your or in your studies before? Mm. When it's not when when the person is not well oriented, it could be. Mm -hmm. But in your case, based on your experience, did you think about it? Like, you know, I have to finish my studies first because that's very common mm, yes. for us. Uh, yeah, for us. <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did, I about, did I think about it? Um, I'm not so sure. But yeah, that's very common for us Filipinos. We always think that, and even our parents, yeah. uh, that is always the very com common and very used advice. Like, you have to finish studies first before uh, falling in love. Yeah. In your case, based on your experience, did you think about it? Well, not really, because when I was in high school and college, I was a working student. So I was just school and, and then how the house chores. Mm -hmm. so, and also, my parents didn't really restrict me when it comes to dating. Wow, so lucky you. I didn't have to rebel. Like, oh, mm. I could date whenever I want. So your parents wow. gave you the freedom to yes. choose. That's the 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 uh, advantage. You know, later on, we'll be become parents, and yeah. I think that's uh, mm. one of the best uh, way to you know you have to let your um, children um, decide mm. whatever they want, and you just need to support and advise. True. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go to Chen, <laughs> <laughs> the expert. <laughs> I think that as long as you're aware or as long as you truly understand the concept of dating, then you should start to date. But if you think that it's dating is just playing around with other people's feelings, just so wow. you can show something on social media, mm. then I, I think you shouldn't get into it. Mm. Mm. So it all depends. There's no specific number. There's no specific age. No, it I all think depends there on. Be. And you should know your limitations as yes, well. That's yeah, right. that's exactly. that's a, that's the most very important. That's very important yeah. because uh, in dating, everything may, might happen, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. You have to set limitations um, for dating. That's true. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, part of getting to know one another or part of dating mm -hmm. is going out on actual dates, mm -hmm. right? So we're curious to know what is your idea of a perfect date and what do you think is an ideal place to go on a date? <laughs> I think that the most... Ideal place? I wouldn't say there's an ideal place. Okay. Um, I expect that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from an idealistic person. <laughs> I think that um, it, a date only becomes ideal um, if you're out with a person who's ideal, probably. Mm. So as long as you have good conversation, good food, mm. then that's perfect. And I think a big factor would be the environment. Mm -hmm. it, it shouldn't be in a club it should be somewhere where you can hear each other because mm. uh, you know a good relationship comes starts with a good conversation yeah oh, it's mm. so nice it's it's how i understand uh the explanation of chinese like it's not 
about the place. It's not mm. about the food. It's about the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy. Well, to me, this may sound cliche, but I I think the coffee shop is an ideal place to for yeah. first dates mm-hmm. because it's very casual. You won't get drunk. <laughs> it's like the perfect environment. Because it yes. seems like it's a based on experience, Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Partly. Oh. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> no, both of you. Oh, no. Yeah, I think both of you mentioned that it's important to have a good conversation, right? Mm-hmm. So, what's what do you usually talk about on a date? Let, let's focus on first dates. So, what do you usually talk about during first dates? in a coffee shop or in a restaurant or somewhere? Well, I could actually think of three things. So, uh, first about, say, job. Oh, okay. Hobbies and also status. Like, I have to know if, what's his status? Is he, Is single, he married? Widowed, married <laughs> or separated? So, it's very but important. Why, why job? Yeah. Because it will also help you, because some people set standards. Mm. checklist oh, I don't want to be in a relationship with for example with a person whose profession is like this or like that mm. so yes. I think because um, uh, Mercy's notion of dating is a step to getting Forever. married yeah. <laughs> yes. we were getting married so it's that's so one of her it's so mm. conventional <laughs> okay. alright for me I, can I just say what not to talk about okay. on a great <laughs> that's great <laughs> Based on experience, uh, yeah. I think you shouldn't talk about first politics. <laughs> oh. I think we should not talk about politics at all. <laughs> it, it, it's gonna yeah. lead to an argument eventually. Yes, you know, it, it would be the perfect match if you both have the same ideas in politics, but no. And another thing, probably, you never talk about your exes. Past mm, relationships, true. never bring that up. It adds pressure. Also, it's a, w- a little awkward. Uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably one thing you never talk about is feelings. It's a first date. I mean, <laughs> you don't yeah. want to talk about feelings just yet. You want to show um, another side of you, not your true side yet. Mm. You want the other person to uncover your true self later on. Is it the same as playing hard to get or no? No, because you don't want to show everything on, on the first stages of your mm. relationship. So you want to maintain that mystery. Too, right. You're being too vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to get hurt. Uh, it it's it's well. like um, getting to know each other, but mm. the, the other person should know you first. Yes. Mm, yeah, I, yeah, I realized that today. Thank you, Guru Chen. <laughs> <laughs> love Guru. <laughs> the love Guru. Okay, now since we're all ladies except Ray, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about going Dutch on a date? Because I think um, part of Filipino culture is that, or I think in many cultures as well, mm. the men always pace, always pay, right? During mm-hmm. a date. But right now, what do you think of going Dutch? Is it okay or maybe not on the first date, maybe after a few dates or something? Or it's a uh, turn off for girls. Or for men, based on your experience? I think that the... I don't know. I'm sorry. But I think that the man should always pay for the first date. Mm. But that's for the first dinner. Mm. Dessert or or coffee that comes after, Mm -hmm. then the woman should, you know... I thought the man should pay first. And then the second time, then third, fourth, fifth will be the... The woman. woman. (laughs) That's the one. No. (laughs) 
know. It's part of standards. Yes, she said that's too much. I'm busy. I'm sleeping. <laughs> okay, yeah, first date. How about you, Mercy? I actually have the same thoughts mm. with Ms. Shen. So it's okay on first dates. But when you've been going out, let's say, more than a couple of times, going Dutch is okay. Yeah. Mm. Right now, dating is more like a balance between the yeah. men and the women, right? right. It's not more men always pleases mm. the women it's both ways okay now um uh let's go to the next step of dating mm-hmm. which is like being in an actual relationship well, well i think some people also call that dating but being boyfriend girlfriend like okay. that so how do you know from getting to know each other stage how do you know when's the right time to you know move on to the next level in your relationship and yeah. call yourself official we're exclusively dating we're an official couple and like that i think that it should be a, a mutual agreement mm. but someone has to bring it up true someone so it's not always the man it's yes mm. it's not always because the, if the man brings it up and the woman isn't ready then there's no point mm. so but it's it's really about the feeling you know the right moment when it comes so but it has to be an agreement it should never be forced or it no one should ever be pressured into getting committed with someone yes and also for Mm. stars for starters there should be spark between you guys Mm. like if you don't share the same interests or the same values then it would be difficult to be in a relationship later on um i'm curious though uh do you girls have or ladies have any tips to like to know to distinguish that feeling if it's mutual already because I can't honestly I can't imagine. Yeah, that's also my question. Based on my experience, um, the feeling comes in a very amazing situation or a very troubling situation. Because when it's when you're in a an obstacle together, mm. then you'll realize your true feelings for each mm. other. Or when you're in the most amazing moment together, then you'll realize this is the person I want to be with. Okay. So nothing in between, because in between, you know, not it, it doesn't spark anything, as what Mercy says. Mm. That's for me. Yes. Mm. Sa- same with you too, Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and also yes, like when you've been through thick and thin it also helps you realize mm. extreme situation yes, yes. extreme okay do you have any follow-ups <laughs> yeah, i'm just amazed about their answer <laughs> yeah seems, me too seems like they are very expert yeah. <laughs> really I'm, I'm happy <laughs> having them here depends. Case case basis <laughs> all right now let's talk about um what breakups there oh my because of course it's part of dating right because yeah. i don't think um, like what Mercy said, her goal is to marry or her. I think many of us, our goal in dating is to find our forever. If there is such thing as forever. But yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, of course, uh, I always believe that um, uh, dating someone or loving mm-hmm. someone is like a journey. Yeah. Looking for the right person. But of course, lucky, lucky you if you can find it right away but mm, you know yes. it's not always like that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. there will always be breakups mm-hmm. yes so based on your experience what's the most common reason why couples break up 
not just in your personal experience. I mean, people around you, your friends, people you know. So what's a common reason? Uh, so what I notice, it's being fragile. Because, you know, everyone who's in a relationship goes through some struggles, like trust issues, lack of communication, quality time. But when the person is not 100% committed into a relationship, sometimes it's very easy to fool around. Mm. So trust, lack of communication. Or and what's basically the? being fragile. Being fragile, all right. Okay. For based on experience? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think the number one common, most common reason for breakups is... Uh, Wait for it. <laughs> Unfaithfulness. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dishonesty. Infidelity. Yes, you know, it drags along a lot of issues. We feel you, Chen. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> lot, I think a lot can relate. Yeah, a lot can relate. So how do you cope up then with a breakup? Well, uh, definitely, we all, we read this from the book a lot of times, you know. And any means of communication, throw away everything that reminds you of him or her. Mm-hmm. And then spend time with your friends and family. And of course, you have to embrace the emotions. Mm. Be sad, be angry. Like, so don't be in denial. Yes, the mm. quicker you, you accept that you're heartbroken, the easier or the quicker you move on. Mm. We ha- but we have a lot of ways and we, we have our own ways to move on, right? <laughs> mm. Yeah, it still depends on the person. Like in my, case, in, in my case, I'd rather um, cry alone mm. rather than uh, sharing problems yeah. or sharing my heart- heartbreaks to anyone. Yeah. I never try that. So yeah, it really depends. But let's go to the love guru. The love guru. <laughs> the well experienced. We always have her last. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're excited. Uh, my answer to the question would be the best way you can mm. cope. The best way you can. Every coping. Every person copes differently. Yeah. And every relationship is different. So the way you coped in the last breakup would be so much different with this breakup. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So it's not exactly the same. Yes. Mm. And it's only you who can fix it. You right. can fix your broken heart. Chan. <laughs> <laughs> no one else. Even if you have friends and even if you share it to your friends about mm. your heartbreak, your, your breakup with your um, partner, but still, it's really up to you. So mm. no matter what advice your friends will give you, if you don't help yourself, yeah. you cannot e- easily move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. So you have to find self-love, self-worth. Mm. Go pamper yourself. Pamper yourself, yeah. <laughs> How do you pamper yourself after a breakup? I go for a massage. <laughs> Full body massage. Is it hard, mild, or Hot soft? Stone. Hot stone. Hot okay. stone massage. <laughs> and then you throw it after. <laughs> you release the anger. <laughs> so speaking of moving on, how would you know that you've already moved on? It's already time move on from a heartbreak I, I've cried enough I've cried a lot of buckets of tears I've already ranted on social media and all that so I'm done when how do you know that you've moved on I think that uh, you know when you've moved on when you have no reason to cry anymore for a woman mm. I don't know exactly how a man copes but for me until I have no tears left then you know it's time to get my can I say this on air? To get my shit together, you mm. know, and get out there and start dating. Mm. Well, it's somehow my answer is actually 
somewhat related to Miss Chan's answer. Mm. So uh, you would know when you're you've really move on from someone when you no longer listen to your breakup playlist. Mm. Do you guys mm. have that a breakup playlist? I already mm. forgot. No. <laughs> <laughs> the last relationship I, I had was very long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in love with Brighter. Wow. Trey Rushi. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, talking about moving on, but it's not about uh, because I always believe that when you say moving on, it doesn't mean that you need to uh, have a new partner mm, and looking for a new right. partner. It's also giving chances to the person that you love, especially if you still love that person, mm. and then uh, that person committed mistake, and you give chances. It's mm-hmm. normal, especially for girls. We, I know that you have a very mm. soft ha- heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, just one, I love you from a from a boyfriend. Maybe you can give chances, right, Chen? Do you agree with me? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> so my, that's my really my question. When is the uh, um, will be the last straw? Like, when we'll, is enough? Yeah, enough. yeah. When is enough enough for you? Personally, to me, it, enough is enough when there is third party involved. Mm. or a third party involved because as a woman I would also like to encourage everyone to you know never let the other person or your partner treat you as an option mm. I hope our IT person is uh, listening <laughs> right now uh, aka Izel <laughs> yes, uh, this one's for you Izel <laughs> but yeah I'm just because I always believe also uh, Mercy that you know Women, uh, woman, women as we are, no. <laughs> human as we are, we co- we co- we are very prone for mistakes. Yeah. And you know, man is just uh, the word marupok. <laughs> <laughs> no, we commit mistakes sometimes. It's it's not um, it's avoidable though. But mm. sometimes, yeah, uh, man always get into that kind of mistake. So if ever in your case, uh, it's quite personal, but. Even if, uh, even in your case, if for example your boyfriend um, cheated on you once, so meaning that's already that's enough, yeah, that's over for you. Yes, because the fact that he he even like consider it, mm. it's you know, we're done. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm, that's I'm scary. Better myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you deserve uh, someone. Uh, more special than than him yes okay let's go to the love expert (laughs) (laughs) was that meant for me the expert for giving chances (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm a lover and a fighter so (laughs) the number of chances i give would depend on my willingness to fight for the relationship Mm. so you don't necessarily fight for the person because you can never really change someone yeah but if there's still that glimmer of hope to fight for the relationship then i think that you should give another chance but enough is enough when things start to get physical but not just that it could also be emotional because there's such thing as emotional abuse yeah so when the gaslighting begins that's when you try to consider that it's about time to end the relationship but there are many women in relationships in abusive relationships mm. that feel i don't know they're confused they they don't know how to get out from that type of relationship mm. do you have like any advice to those women out there or even men 
who men or women who are in abusive relationships. Thank you for that, Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for including me. Yes, can be both ways. <laughs> I feel so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Men or women go okay. through abusive relationships. Thank you so much. <laughs> so do you have any advice or maybe suggestions or I don't know, based from your experience or from your friend's experience that you could tell them so that they will find in their in their in their selves or in their hearts to really stop and really get out from that abusive relationship i think it's hard to convince someone to get out of it mm. Mm. because it's a it's a cycle there's mm. a honeymoon stage where they get the man tries to lure the woman back in and then she's head over heels back falling in love with him mm. and stuff but um my only advice would be to probably look into the red flags because then you'll know um it's hard when you're in an emotionally abusive relationship because you tell yourself it's your fault yeah you convince yourself more and more that it's your fault then you try to save the relationship hence the number of chances given Mm, that's Mm. why i i have this friend Mm -hmm. i'll just uh not i'll just not mention the name okay (laughs) (laughs) let's call the friend it Just code name Casper. Okay, <laughs> the friendly Casper. ghost. Now I have this friend that like, uh, I I know I, she's very lo- lovable and mm. uh, she's very in love with someone. But uh, I always advise them not only one actually, not only one. I have uh, I think two three friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell them to love themselves. Mm. That's a very important. And I agree with Chen. Um, as long as you, if you keep on blaming yourself, it means that you don't love yourself. Mm. But when the right uh, when you decide to love yourself, that's a time that you can uh, uh, start moving on. Mm. That's right. So another hashtag, self love. Yeah, <laughs> that's why after the breakup, it should be self love. Self love, mm. yeah. All right. So since you've moved on already, how do you know when to start dating after a breakup? Mm. Th- that's the very crucial question yeah. because we we are we will be judged. By our decision to that. Because, you know, I always believe about the... I always hear, not believe, but I always hear about this three-month rule. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, every time that we don't follow three-month rule, we will be judged by other people. Um, it's either you're a, uh, you're a bad girlfriend, you're a player, or you're a bad boyfriend, you're a mm-hmm. player, something like that. Um, that's always a question. Is it... Uh, when is the right time to say, like, okay, let's have a new one? Um, mercy. mercy. In my view, I don't actually set a time frame because we all have, you know, we all, uh, or depending on the person and how invested Mm. he or she is in the relationship, then it would also determine the time that he needs to move on. So to me, it will come. Mm. So you don't believe in three month rule? No, I don't. Mm, Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in. Any rules? Why? That why are you angry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Okay. I don't believe in any rules that involve numbers, mm. because I think when you put numbers in love and dating, then that adds pressure to anyone. I mean, like three months. What if you're still not ready after three months, mm. or what if you are ready in two months or a month after, True. or one week? So then you know you start <laughs> dating when you want to. Dating is it doesn't mean you are in a relationship with the next person. Yeah. It just means you want to meet someone. True. Mm. It's like um, if you've already moved on, meaning you're ready for a new one. Yeah. Mm. Yes. 
So based on your experience or experiences, <laughs> what made you decide to find love again? Well, love is the most wonderful feeling. It makes you giddy, makes you excited, makes you motivated. Mm. So basically that's the reason. Well, we keep searching for the one, we keep falling in love again, even though we've been to many failed relationships. Mm. Yes. So the, the spark, if you feel that spark, then you, f- you decide or what? Does, does that mean that you've fallen in love again? You're ready to try another? Yes, when your heart is at peace, mm-hmm. then you're ready. And then, well, it's, again, it's the most wonderful feeling to be in love. Mm. And to be loved. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> I think falling in love is always a choice. So yes, that's a good question. Mm. Deciding to fall in love. Um, uh, in my relentless pursuit oh. <laughs> of finding the one, uh. <laughs> I've never given up on love, even if I've failed number numerous times before. And I think that no one should. Mm, yeah, mm. I totally agree. Speaking of the one, <laughs> how do you know that that person is already the one? Mercy? Well, let me just quote like, a famous line from the movies. That when you could see a future with that person, then you would know his or she is the one. Mm. Like, you know, if you have the same priorities... Mm. Yes. I've asked that question to men in my previous relationships, and uh, they've usually given me a very cliche response. You know, the typical the, the person is the one who makes food for you when you come home, or, or this person supports you. Well, yes, ideally, that should be the answer. Mm-hmm. But there's, an, there's not just one answer to that question. I mean, you know, there's there should be a lot of things all in one, I think. Mm. So the only person who gave me that response, when I heard that response from one person, it really uh, caught my attention. Um, he said, you know, that person is the one um, when that person doesn't chain you. And uh, basically, you know when you know. It's a feeling. Mm-hmm. You know when you know. Mm. Have you found the one? Have you found the one? Mm. <laughs> Have you found the one, Mercy? <laughs> yes. Ah. Oh. Can you show that again? Fireworks <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh, okay, you're already yeah. engaged. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I'm uh, excited to see. Uh, to How about Let's check. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> Not yet, but Not soon. Yet. <laughs> All right, so thank you so much, ladies and Ray, for joining us in our special podcast Love Month episode for today. So it's time to hear about what you think. Now, um, write down in the comments below, how has the notions of dating changed in your culture over time? Dating and relationships, basically. So we are really excited to read your comments below, so please add them. And maybe we can do a shout out in the future episodes. Mm-hmm. All right. So again, thank you so much for joining me, Chen, Mercy, and Ray in our podcast today. See you next time, guys. Spread the love. Bye. Bye.